Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. seemed like a reasonably good explanation at first thought. I mean, who hasn't forgotten to have their license plates renewed? Maybe you slipped a day or a week. Maybe it was the next month when you got something out of your trunk and found out that you had totally spaced it. But the police found the expired car tags for this driver in Slidell, Louisiana. When pulled over, he reportedly told officers that he's been busy and, yes, indeed, totally forgot to renew his vehicle registration. And then he promised to do it as soon as he got home. The problem was... The sticker on his plate said the tags expired in 1997. (laughs) 23 years he's forgotten to do that. I don't care how much it pays, Cliff. I do not want to be that busy in my lifetime. You're right. I don't care. Half a million a year, I don't want to be that busy. Well, here we are on a Monday morning. Yes. Or as I like to think of it anymore, Cliff. Yes. We're in round one of a best of seven series. (laughs) It's almost like the World Series every week. This is game one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And some weeks you lose, some weeks you're the winner. Okay. <laughs> Most weeks, <laughs> you're the bug. It appears that someone has set the thermostat to Hades here at Country 981. <laughs> no. What's up with that? I have no idea. All righty, that should be better, Cliff. We are uh. now officially out of Hades. But the day's young. Can you, can we you could jump back like, in at any time. In like 10 minutes? It, it, yes. It'll be like the icebox. Someone left the door open to the icebox. It could be, yes. <laughs> we'll flip the other way. Mercy. Man, I got a little I got a little sweat coming on my forehead here. <laughs> wow. Oh, speaking of uh, things that are hot and yeah. sickly, yeah. the coronavirus, yes. sadly, mm-hmm. has canceled the first ever Country 98.1 cruise giveaway. We had it planned. We were going to give away a cruise? Yes. But we got to thinking, Cliff. Yeah. You know, smarter people than me got to thinking. Yeah. The chance for a couple of our listeners to be (laughs) quarantined for an indefinite period of time on a ship full of sick people probably isn't very much of a prize after all. Well, you got a point there. Yes. (laughs) So we're back to giving away T-shirts and coffee mugs. Well, at least it's safe. (laughs) Well... There's nothing like a woman who has a sense of humor and will go to no end to play a trick on someone. When family and friends gathered to celebrate Ruth Bryant's birthday, they had no idea that she had put a complicated plan into place and they were all going to be the butt of a big joke. It wasn't long after the cake was cut that sheriff's deputies showed up to ask the Roxboro, North Carolina woman a few questions. They were in on the gag and here's how it went. The deputies told the woman that someone had complained about her actions when she visited the Roxboro Fire Department a few days previous, claiming Ruth had disrobed and pranced around the building naked in front of fire crews. When she admitted there was accuracy to that statement, they handcuffed her and took her to jail. You might understand how all the partygoers felt at the police action, considering they were all there to celebrate Ruth Bryant's 100th birthday. The gag also let Ruth kick one thing off her bucket list, and that was being handcuffed and taken to jail. <laughs> that would be awkward, Cliff. It would be when awkward. When the police came in and here's the charges, and everybody there's like, well, I'll have no, I want no cake. I just, 
I'm a passer on the cake. Well, Cliff, I read this morning that LeBron yeah. James says that he will not play if there are no fans in the arena due to the concerns about oh, the yeah. coronavirus. I, I read that because that's one of the uh, things that people are talking about is that eventually, if it gets bad, they got to get the games in, they'll just play them in an empty arena. Yes, I've seen a college game or two. They had attorney where that was the exact case, Cliff. There was nobody there but the officials, players, and coaches. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's right but, that but he Le- should do that. But LeBron James says, if that happens, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not even going to show up. Yeah. Why should we play here in the morning, Cliff? <laughs> hey, you're exactly right. Yes. <laughs> no one's listening. <laughs> why do we have to show up? So why are we playing along? <laughs> I think that's a true statement. No, you're... Uh, it never. It didn't dawn on me until you said, "Why should we play?" And I'm like, "Wait, we're here in the morning. <laughs> we have to do our job, even if no one's listening. We just pretend they are. That's right. We just pretend they are." And LeBron James, the money he makes. I'm telling you. Yeah. You pay me that kind of money. Yeah. And I'll do this program in a leper colony. I don't care. <laughs> I've never been in that new Costco yet. Oh in no, I, I haven't either. I am. Um, been thinking about going in there. Yeah. I seem to always put it off. But today's news, Costco may have a brand new customer with me, Cliff. Uh-oh. What do they have? Because with spring around the corner, yeah. mm-hmm. outdoor day drinking, it's one of life's pleasures. <laughs> okay. It really is. <laughs> and so I know you yeah. got to be a member of Costco. and True. I hate to pony up the cash. but I mean, that's, that's kind of the thing that's keeping me is that I'd hate to buy the membership and then Never go. Well, and not go yeah. enough to make it worth my while. Yeah, exactly. But with this on sale, Cliff, this could make it worth my while. Okay. A 24-pack of pre-made Jello shots. <laughs> That's right. 24-packer I could lug out of there. One under each arm. <laughs> Jello shots. Yes. Oh, man. I don't know Is how that, much they are. Does it matter? <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> 7.40 on the Morning Road Show. Almost forgot the name of this program, Cliff. Wow. And what difference does it make? Yeah, there you go. That's right. I'm not sure about this, but we're going to try it tomorrow anyway. What's that? The first ticket giveaway for the Opry Show next Tuesday, the 24th. Oh, yeah. Rhonda Vincent. She's yes. going to become the newest member of the Opry. And yes. you'll get to see the induction ceremony. I don't know what secret code they have or what's going on down there. But you'll get to see it okay. live on the 24th. Cool. Now... You've heard lots of contests on this station and other stations yes. where they play a small snippet of a song, and then you call in, and if you know the name of the song, yeah. you win that prize. Okay. We've done it here. And generally, True. it's the beginning of the song or the chorus because, well, that's the parts you pretty well know. That's right. Most people base their in their inventory of song knowledge, it's based on some catchy, catchy melody or... Two or three words, or that intro. Yes. But uh, nobody, Cliff, yeah. seems to pay attention to the rear. <laughs> and we're going to point a spotlight on, on the, the rear of a song. <laughs> and we'll okay. play the final few seconds of some song in country music, and we'll see if you can figure out what it is. So you got to look at the backside of a song and identify it. Yes. We will call it Ear for the Rear. <laughs> Do you have it? Do you have an ear for the rear? If you have it, you could be going to the Grand Ole Opry one week from tomorrow. We'd many of our wonderful listeners are involved enough in a livestock farming operation to know that there are many things that can and will stand in the way of your success. And when it's those things that 
cross, when the paths cross, well, that's what you end up with this story from Yorkshire, England, and the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast. Apparently, it's necessary to not only say that you, ra- you raise free-range free range animals, you have to prove it, because this farmer had attached a pedometer to one of his pigs to prove that it is, in fact, able to walk freely. It's not confined to a pen. Naturally, said pedometer fell off the pig, where it was promptly eaten by another pig. When the pig pooped out the pedometer, its battery sparked a blaze, catching dry hay and other pig pen contents on fire. Those contents, of course, being primarily pig poop. And thus the headline that writes itself. Pooped out pedometer puts pigs in peril. Firefighters save the bacon. (laughs) Anybody else smelling bacon right now? I'm not worried about the pigs. I'm like... Yeah, bacon. Actually, no, I don't smell bacon. I smell disinfectant. Well, yes. <laughs> but that's a different story. That's a different story. <laughs> I would hate to make that call to my insurance company if I was that farmer. Yeah. No one is going to believe this story. <laughs> that's a sto- there is no that's way. That's not even one of those farmer's insurance, you know. <laughs> yes. That, yeah. Yes, a pig pooped out a pedometer. <laughs> no. And we covered that. No, we didn't. We didn't we believe told, a word of that. We told the farmer he was nuts. Yes. <laughs> don't be messing with us. Pay your premium and let's go on. <laughs> Cliff, I want to make sure I got this right. What's that? Starting today at noon, if you go to G- Gibson General Hospital. Yes. You have to um, go in and somebody will be there to greet you and make sure that you don't have some kind of a disease. Yes. Is that basically the story? That's my understanding, yes. It's They're kinda, going to do a screening process for kinda, com- communicable diseases. Kind of like a f- mini <laughs> free clinic for you. Like a physical <laughs> no, for no, you. No, they're not going to give you a physical. My guess is, and this is just a guess on my part, they're going to take your temperature to see if you have a fever. And then they'll ask you about the questions that we had in the newscast. Have you had a, a cough or sore throat in the past 21 days? Have you been out of the country? you know anybody or been in contact with anybody who may have the coronavirus? And they're not playing around. They don't want you kidding with them. No, no. That's why it's not a physical. Because I know for a fact, Cliff. <laughs> yeah. The medical community doesn't seem to have a very good sense of humor. <laughs> well, you're right. I mean... <laughs> They're like straight-laced about things. Yeah, I mean, they, they take this medical safety business seriously. Yes. They take drugs seriously. They take your condition or whatever it is that you have. They take it all seriously. They take your procedure seriously. And it's my procedure. You should be able to make fun of it if you want to. I was trying to <laughs> when she said... They give you, oh, Propofil? Propofol. Propofol. That's what that is. That's the uh, the drug that uh, they gave to Michael Jackson. Yes. The propofol. And you, that, got, you had Propofol? Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. And Boy. when did you, what procedure did you have when you got Propofol? It's the probing procedure. Oh, the colonoscopy. Yes. Well, there's plenty of room for humor in a colonoscopy. Well, I was trying to lighten the load a little bit. Because <laughs> that... Because all that stuff you drank the previous 12 hours, well, that didn't lighten the load at all. No, no. And the lady sitting in that room was asking me 4,500 questions. And afterwards, and they're kind of lame questions, you know. Yeah. And she goes, do you have any questions for me? And I Mm -hmm. said, yes. The stuff you're giving me to knock me out. I've never had this before. It's my first time. Propofol. Yes. The Michael Jackson drug. Yes. And I said, that is the stuff they gave Michael Jackson. She goes, it's secure, it's safe, don't worry about it, be fine. And I said, my question is, when I wake up from this stuff, can yeah. I dance like Michael Jackson? <laughs> because just, I can't dance at all right can, now. Will you be able to do the moonwalk? Yes. 
and the glare of hatred she had for me. Mm. Yesterday, I, I changed the uh, time on my microwave, and I yeah. may have got carried away just a little <laughs> bit. You just push a few buttons, and you reset. You just move the clock forward an hour. That's all you had to do. I understand that, but I okay. couldn't remember how to do it on this silly thing, yeah. and so I had to play around with it for a while. <laughs> and about ten minutes later, I it finally took, got it to go up. It took, it took you ten minutes to get it up. Yes, okay. and finally I got it to go up the hour. And then I thought, well, I'm here, yeah. and I've already got my hands dirty because, well, I was in places I shouldn't have been. <laughs> I thought there's buttons on. It's just the buttons on the microwave. Well, I started doing other stuff with it, and I got okay. out the three-in-one oil, and I thought, you, you got know, out oil. Why I, did you get out oil for your microwave? Well, I hadn't used a three-in-one oil in quite some time. It so you filled a hanker and to use some oil. Yes, I wanted to you lube something up, <laughs> and so I lubed the hinges on the door of my microwave. I thought it's been 23 <laughs> years; they've never had anything on there, and they're a little dry. So I did that. I mean, did they squeak? No. I didn't think there was anything really wrong, but I thought just to be safe, yeah. I'm getting my shot of lube. And I did. And then yeah. I adjusted the volume on the beeper. I think it's How do gotten, you do that? There's a little screwdriver socket place in there. And you, so did you disassemble the microwave? I kind of had, yes. <laughs> and now, all, you were do, all you had to do was punch some buttons and move the clock forward I said hour. I got carried away at the you, beginning you of this. You totally did, yes. yes. There's no need to disassemble a microwave to set the time. And now I'm scared to death to use it because you I'm it? not sure if I've got it back together <laughs> we, we, right. You did put it back together? I'm not sure. You I mean, did you put it back together. You put it back together? Yes. Were there parts left over when you got done? There was two. <laughs> no. And I'm afraid <laughs> if I push the on button, Cliff, yeah. either the place will catch on fire. This is quite possibly could happen, yes. Or I've created a time machine. Ooh, time machine. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, that that's kind of cool actually. With with yeah, <laughs> lubed hinges. <laughs> Even better. I think there is something to this uh, time change thing, Cliff, where you well, feel a little bit off the next day well, or I mean, two or three days actually. No, I I certainly think that's true. I'm having trouble I mean, with there's... words this morning. <laughs> you you heard my newscast. I have heard those. <laughs> Cliff's had a little trouble with words and I I'm just yeah, sitting here, yeah. Cliff. I I feel like I'm a few floats short of a full parade that's the way i'm feeling this morning <laughs> well today cliff not only is it march the 9th it's also yes. barbie day barbie day yes really? and i did a little research okay one of the best-selling barbies of all time yeah is the fitness instructor barbie <laughs> really yes there's been like 200 of them yeah but that's the most popular fitness instructor barbie yes Okay. And I'm like, how can you be a fitness instructor when your knees don't even bend? That's the way I exercise, Cliff. With no knee bend. Without bending your knees? Yes. Let's do a deep knee bend. And I'm like, now nah, let's not do that. That hurts my legs. Well, you know, Cliff, I can't get Barbie out of my mind this morning after we mentioned her at 9 o'clock. Really? There's been 200 of these. Different, I mean, different characters of Barbie, yes. Different, uh, you know careers and yeah. different things yes maybe there should be a psychiatrist barbie <laughs> a psychiatrist Barbie. yes i don't believe there is one of those <laughs> i could be wrong i'm not up to I my mean, barbies I, I i think you might be. i've never heard of a psychiatrist barbie. there should be and that way she could help ken yeah deal with the shock of realizing that well he's not correct anatomically well correct, he's just not saying. well i was just gonna You're say a, <laughs> he's just not correct. You just wouldn't say the word. Yes. He doesn't have all the boy parts he's supposed to have. Yes, and which should be a shock, and she could help him out over that. Now, I... <laughs> what? You know, I know I know this to be a fact because I raised a daughter 
who had Barbies. Right. You do, however, have never had children. So how do you know that Ken is not anatomically correct? Would you like to see my collection? Uh, boy, I'm sorry. That <laughs> don't ask a question you don't want the answer to. It's just like being an attorney. You know what? what? You need psychiatrist Barbie. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Well, we asked the question, Cliff, and made yeah. the statement. The reason mm. why we call all of our presidents, one through five, by their first and last names, and we get to number six, and we always say it's John Quincy Adams. So it's not to differentiate him from his father? No. John Adams? No. It is because, Cliff, okay. the first five presidents of mm. the United States, yes. none of these gentlemen had a middle name, which I find astounding. <laughs> so what you're saying is George Washington didn't have a middle name. No. Thomas Jefferson didn't have a middle name. Nope. That's bizarre. It is bizarre. But when you think about it, have you ever heard anybody mention their middle name? No. Ever? I didn't realize that was because they don't exist. They don't exist. <laughs> Learn something new today. Well... You always learn something when you take it to the bank, Cliff. Yeah, you know well, that. Yeah. Sometimes it's useless information. It's not really entertaining, but yeah, I always learn something. far as yeah. I'm concerned, Dolly Parton should teach a class on how to be famous because <laughs> she's got it down pat. No, you're absolutely right. She knows what to do and what not to do and how yeah. to play along with it. Yes. And right now, yeah. Dolly turned 74. Just turned 74 in, in January. January. Yes. Yeah. And she has come out and said... Yep. That she wants to be on the cover of Playboy magazine when she turns 75. And I say if Dolly wants to do it. We should do it. We should do it. She said it's no joke. She has no plans on ever retiring. She was on there years ago, about 1978. She was 32 Yeah. whenever she was on and, there. And if I recall correctly, from what I've seen online, she was wearing the official Playboy bunny costume with the the ears and the little black Oh, yeah, yep. that's exactly right. Yep. If you do recall correctly, mm -hmm. and she says when she turns 75 next year, she wants to be on there. <laughs> and I believe she said she could. She thinks she could still wear the original costume. I think I read that too, Cliff. So. She would be a great aunt. Well, you want your aunt to be in a Playboy Bunny costume? No, I want my aunt to be somebody <laughs> as uh, spry as oh, Dolly oh, is. Oh, okay. Because for a minute there, I thought you were going to go... Creepy. No, I'm not going creepy here. <laughs> like you'd want to see your aunt in Playboy. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Yes, there were many things said today. Some of them point to your current mental health status. <laughs> well, maybe we should go on <laughs> no, to something no, else. No, 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 no. We, we have to say that morning roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. You want to see your aunt in Playboy. I do not. <laughs> I want to see Dolly Parton because she wants to be in you, there. Wait, you want to see a 75-year-old woman posing in Playboy. It's Dolly. She wants to. I want to see it. Okay. All right. All right. Number two. It took you 10 minutes to get it up. <laughs> I don't remember what you were talking about when you said that, but that's what you said. I don't remember that either. <laughs> Number one morning roadshow phrase for today. No one's listening we just pretend they are. I remember saying that. Yeah, and that basically means we're like sitting here for the past four hours in this room, playing in a sandbox, but without the sand. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.